Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about?" You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Get Lifted with me, Lisa Snowden. Thank you so much for joining. So today's episode is called What's the Woo Woo? So as you know, I love my treatments and I'm very open-minded about all treatments that involve energy. Now, some of these treatments are quite scientific and some are less scientific and more spiritual. In this episode, we're going to learn about three different areas with three different practitioners, all of whom I know quite well. So we're going to speak to Emma Lucy Knowles, who is a clairvoyant. She is a psychic. She's an author. And I want to talk to her about her most recent book, The Life-Changing Power of Intuition. That energy is all the energy we're flowing. So we're all connected to source and we're all strands coming off the source energy. So really, when we're looking at connecting to somebody, we're just going back into source and finding their strand because the strand doesn't die. We're also going to speak to Paolo Lai, who is a reflexologist. He does feet, he does the face, and he's the creator of Moon Mist, an incredible healer. He loves his crystals too. I've always loved rose quartz, and I've always known that that is a comfort. And I put them in my bra. Obviously, I can't put a big one in my bra, but a little (laughs) tiny bit in my bra. Massive rock. And we're going to speak to Shailini, who is a Reiki master. She does chakra balancing, and it's all about the healing. What is Reiki healing? Reiki is a beautiful, divinely guided healing energy. It's really working to remove any kind of imbalance, any pain, any blockage in the body and release this through this divinely guided life energy. Now, one thing we all know for sure is that we are made up of and powered by energy. So when we talk about blockages and stagnation in this episode, it's all about that free-flowing energy going round our bodies. It's not a bad case of constipation. So I urge you to have an open mind when listening to this episode because I've tried these treatments and they have had a positive impact on me and my health. Now, before we kick off this episode, I just want to reiterate that we discuss a whole range of topics on the show. It's important for you to understand that I'm not a trained professional and any advice that I give is purely my own opinion. Now, if you want to engage in any of the therapies, the services, anything that we discuss throughout the series or in this show today, just make sure that you always talk to a trained and accredited professional so they can tailor their service to your particular health and medical needs. It's really important that you bear that in mind that you speak to your GP or your doctor before you change anything. But I do want you to enjoy this episode. So sit back, relax, embrace the woo-woo and let's get lifted. Bloody technology, eh? Spritz in all I can. 
I'm free as the air. <laughs> I've got mine. Get every get my power leg. We need more smells. More smells. Yeah. Smells. <laughs> Just spray what we can. What you can't see is that Emma Lucy is spraying <laughs> moon mist. I'm spraying moon mist. We're both about burning Paolo Santo. <laughs> oh, she's got a sage. I'm a um, sage. And this is the sound of the moon mist. Oh, lovely. So, Emma, it is mind-boggling to me, like, the work that you do. Bless you. I, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. And, and it comes with so much power and, and, and understanding and strength, but also confusion for me, you know, and also maybe confusion for you, especially when you were younger and you realised that you had a gift yeah. and that you, you were hearing and seeing and feeling different things that other people didn't. And yeah. how did you, how, how did that manifest and how did you explain it to your parents or to your sister or it's quite a drastic story and, and apologies when I talk about it I talk about it quite um casually now because I'm not affected by it um I think for me the spirit stuff's always been quite easy the hard part for me is when people are lying it took me a long time to go you know people are lying to self-preserve so if you're going to somebody are you you feel like this as a very young kid and they're like no you start to then doubt yourself mm. and as you get older the lies get bigger and then if you've already had that doubt yourself you always doubt yourself and then sometimes you convince yourself to believe the lie so that's been probably the hardest part I definitely had that in the last my last relationship but with spirit work it was like it was just I've never been, I, mean, I was always so happy in my own company I could sit and meditate and just be, my parents always just thought it was just a little bit strange, um, but I was just really happy and I had a lot of invisible friends. Like nighttime was always very busy. I don't sleep lots because that's kind of when you're really on. Um, but my grandparents had died before my sister and I were born on my mum's side and I was just compulsively obsessive about them. I was like, mum, tell me about them, tell them, tell them, from about seven years old. And mum was like, oh, nothing. Like just kind of don't, don't kind of, they just died of like broken heart. Hearts, which now I'm thinking about going that's a really thing to die weird thing to die but as a kid you kind of just accept it mm. and then like this one day I was probably I know, 10 or 11 just sort of sat at the top of our stairs and just like looking out out the window this happy spot you know like a cat finds this spot and it sits there religiously that was me I was like religiously in this spot and this man walked towards me but not like you are like physical it was mm. like a tra- I say it's like a tracing paper in your mind and he said, I killed your granny. So like two <gasps> things happen, right? Intrigue, isn't it? Dun, 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 dun. My body lights up like an orgasm. So my whole body, I don't think I've ever felt more alive than in that moment. I was just like, ting, 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 ting. So I'm excited because the adrenaline's running through my body. So as a kid, you don't sit and go, Have I, what I've heard is really strange. I just ran straight into my mum and I'm like, granddad killed granny. And she's like drying her hair and she was just kind of dropped the hair dryer and she's like looking at me going. And we're really close. We're really close because they don't have lots of family, my parents. But How old were you at this time though? 11. 11, right, okay. And she's looking at me and she goes, she's like, <clears throat> no, 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 you're wrong. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like such a creep. And I'm hurt. My mom. I could see the hurt, but I didn't realise then that the hurt was the truth. I'd hit the truth and I walked out that room going you're just you're all you're, you're as weird as everybody says it's making me feel quite emotional in a good way and then I just was like I have to go and be normal I have to go and be like my version of it was my sister and I got very depressed I got quite I got quite big because I ate a lot I kind of didn't sleep the more you try to turn this down the louder you it gets I was just really really unhappy and then kind of two years later it came out that he'd had a nervous breakdown she'd gone to leave him 
and grabbed her by the throat and caught the smallest nerve in her neck and put her to sleep. And that happened to my mum when she was 24. And he was reaching out through me to heal that relationship. Oh, my gosh. So mega, mega thing <sighs> to not understand. And your mum had obviously tr- tried to kind of like bury that and, and, and ignore yeah. that. Yeah, and, and she lost oh them both. That. Well, she found her. She found her and she was married at that time to somebody else. And she stayed in that relationship for a long time. So there's lots of things, you know, like she really packed in, like that trauma, she just packed in and it stopped. But then it was like, wow, like here I am. I'm, I'm intuitively then working, healing my mum at 11. We've got a great relationship. Sometimes you, people are like, it's a bit strange, that dynamic. But you, you you learn how to heal by experience and then you go and learn your art. And I did it for a good 16 years healing work before I even kind of charged anybody really for a good 10 years because you've got to earn your stripes. I've had a very full life. Like my first boyfriend, we went together, but he passed away in a car crash. And then my best friend died. Um, we were texting and his heart stopped. And then you make this peace with the fact that actually you're helping people move over. And I've never feared death. So some people are a bit like, Jesus, that, you know, that's like probably the, the surface of it. And then there's, there's more and more and more. But I'm like, every time something like that happened to me, I'm like, okay, I can use this to help other people because I've turned this around. I had to do that hard bit on my own. I didn't have a healer. I didn't have that available to me. But actually, I've learned how to heal that myself. So now I can speak to a three-year-old kid, seven-year-old kid, right through the age spectrum to somebody leaving the planet. Because every time someone comes to you and goes, this is what's happened, or you feel it for them before they say it, you know, I've got, I can relate to that because of X. And that made me, me kind of feel like all that pain was always really worth it. You do many different forms of healing. So yeah. as we're talking, obviously, that psychic, <laughs> that psychic connection, that psychic healing, that yeah. sort of tapping into that psychic world but that energy is all the energy we're flowing so we're all connected to source however you want to liken that to however you want to say it and we're all strands coming off the source energy so really when we're looking at connecting to somebody we're just going back into source and finding their strand because the strand doesn't die it just kind of re-filters and I believe it kind of it it sort of snaps, it splits and goes off and grows in. And that's why there's more people on the planet. That's why there's more people for you to love because there's more versions of yourself. So it is, so, yeah. That makes me feel so emotional. Yeah, bless but, me I mean, too. I, I, I know, it's incredible. It really is. And I I know, I, I always feel that they're my guardian angels, you know, my ancestors, my nan and granddad especially. And I, and I, and I often say, you know, I, saw, I speak to them. Mm. I definitely speak to them, but I don't know how to hear or yeah. see the signs. So I'd love to do some, some work with you on that 100%. level. 100%. Um, that's the beauty of intuition. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Because you just go, your whole body is like a super antenna for spirit. So it's, you've got to use what you've got to hear because we don't spend any of our life being taught how to trust in that. We very much doubt it. And when we see a sign, we go, ah, it's a coincidence. Yeah. Because that's kind of how we're conditioned because someone out there, without going into conspiracy theories, wants us to remain within the limits of humanity when we're so much more than that. So nothing is coincidence? No. So talk to me about intuition then. <laughs> we all have intuition, we but we just don't know how to trust it, tune into it, or recognise it. Right. And each of us is going to be intuitive in very different ways. 
So I always say to like someone who's a lawyer or even someone who writes books, I'm like, you know, you're creative. And they're like, I'm not creative, I'm a lawyer. Well, like you are because you're channeling, you're great with language, you're great with words. And that is your way of kind of creating. You kind of get in that zone and that's how you create it. Some people are great at building buildings. Some people are just really great at dealing with people. So different levels of kind of using the senses. But that's just because you fine-tuned one. You can fine-tune your levels, just like when I was trying to fine-tune the microphone at the start. It's like... <laughs> I plugged it in which bits off and how do we open it up and a lot of that means you've got to kind of do some healing stuff how do you get rid of the the boundaries that stop you believing that you can that there's that there's a wall there okay so how do we find our intuition how do we do it like let's go back to basics the first thing I always say to people is is the, the very like the first half of the book is, is about this and it's really I say it's really easy because it is we've got two voices if we strip it right back in our head we have intuition we have ego and they use the same tone so they use this voice that you're hearing now I'm hearing that voice in my head right but sometimes it's speaking really nicely and sometimes it's appalling and that appalling voice is the one that's just actually I look at it and say it's trying to keep me safe it's trying to keep me small so the first thing you want to do is look at which voice is speaking louder Mm -hmm. and then we kind of get into that feeling of dialing up the good voice which people are like oh it's pma it's not it's about going this is the voice that feels better to me and then we quite literally tap into intuition by i do this exercise where you get people to put their hand on their heart and you kind of you call to intuition and we quite literally say like dear intuition dear spirits who see show me my tell for when something is right for me what's my yes what's my yes what's my nest and what you're doing is you're putting your intention, your energy into your heart, which is like loudspeaker for intuition, and your body becomes a pendulum then for that spirit. So when you start clicking into what's my yes, you'll either feel in your body a prickle in your hands. Somebody the other day was saying they got this gush of wind in their face. So it's about playing with that, that feeling, feeling of intuition rather than thinking intuition is just a voice that pops in your head, because it is. But while we're trying to get that voice stronger, we have to also second check in, like have a secondary recall, which is where's what's the body saying? Which is why when you get those gut punches when something feels like, oh my God, that's so wrong. It's loud because intuition is like, oh my God, holy cow, you're just not listening. So the more we work that muscle, the more we call into that space by playing with it rather than making it heavy, the louder we will make that intuitive voice and the kind of we can dial back that that nasty chatter. That nasty ego, negative little friend who wants to keep you safe, like you say, but it just, my that that voice is always so loud with me. He's always, I see, I see it as a he. It must be a she because it's, I'm a she. <laughs> but it's like, oh, you could have done that better. Why did you say that? And I really don't, and you shouldn't be wearing that. And always awful yeah. stuff. And I'm like, that's not keeping me safe. That's literally holding me back. But at least you hear it. Some people never hear that. They just oh. think that's the voice in their head. They think that's the dominant voice. And we go, oh, yeah, I really am crap. But we can, what we then need to do is we have to give the ego a job too. We can't just go, I'm getting rid of you, because that's what we spend a lot of time going, I'm putting this voice forward. But if we kind of go, right, that voice has is there for a reason, so it's useful. Because actually, if I am going a little bit too near the edge, it will pull me back. So always use it as a guide that sort of says, hey, hang on a second. Like, let's rework it. Let's use it for something useful. So when it says to you you look useless and like you look awful what it's saying to you is is you're not seeing yourself as you should be seen and okay. therefore there's that there's that little bit of kind of work to do in in the aura of kind of like every and in the book there's stuff that you can do where it's like changing how you see your reflection because when we look through our human eyes there's all this energy and therefore there's all these layers and these lenses that we're looking through and so sometimes when we're looking in the mirror and we're seeing 
crapness of ourselves, excuse my language, we're looking through these energetical layers rather than just looking through our eyes. And we almost can be quite, like we create a, a reflection of ourselves through energy. So we're kind of looking back at a version of ourselves rather than kind of the version that we are in the moment. So when we're kind of, you know, when you're losing weight or you're kind of, you've been really like good at that and you can't see the results straight away, it's because you're not always shifting the, 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 the visual uh, along with the result. So is it like the opposite of looking at yourself through rose-tinted glasses? Yeah, <laughs> quite, yeah. It's like, these are like muddy, dirty glasses. Yeah. That's all the energy that's like, these filters right. that you've put in front of this, yeah. yeah. So I know for a long time, I was like, I, I, I don't want to be seen. I don't like walking down the street and people looking at me, so people really anxious. And I know that's some kind of past life stuff going on there. But what you can do is you can then go, okay, and your energy can go spin. So if we look at it quite simplistically, say like when we're really open and aligned, our energy centers, our chakras are spinning in a clockwise direction. And when we kind of feel threatened or hurt or someone's attacked us, we spin the energy the other way anti-clockwise to move in so that we can heal and hide. But then over time, what happens is we forget to reopen that up. So we just kind of go, we can we can be our greatest kind of like, here I am, or we can go, I remain really invisible. You said like when people hurt us and then we spiral in. And so, so often, so many of us get stuck in this in position where the meridians, the energy, the chi, whatever you call it, like the source, it can't come in, it won't come in. And that's when things start happening like yeah. illnesses and right. you know depression and things like that right. so it's about trying to open up again so how would you suggest that 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 we do that so the body's always talking that's again the other language we don't fit like it doesn't have to talk in aches and pains like like i said your whole body is like an antenna for spirit it's like you're it's sending out a signal so if you're taking on other people's problems or you're holding your own your signal is diluted but it's also sending out this kind of low level of like this is kind of what i can take on in life and this is what i can accept so then the universe goes well I can't over suffocate that person because i don't want to squash them so the healing works really important because you've got to put you like buckaroo right you're either going to take it off bit by bit or you're going to flip it all off at once mm -hmm. so just doing that kind of incrementally is so important because the body is almost like your history book so you might forget in your mind you might think you've forgiven something or have felt with it but have you left that out the body have you kind of cleansed that out of the body or have you just kind of tucked it away so then when that experience comes again you go oh I can hurt myself with that again mm -hmm. so it's really important that we we pull the weed at the root chuck it away forever <laughs> and how, what would be the first step of yeah. doing that though what's the first step so breath work like you're doing is amazing yeah. breath yeah. work is amazing sound bath healing anything that allows you to kind of play with energy because when we start getting into kind of one-on-one -on -one stuff with people you have to be very particular about who you work with because your energy is not going to resonate with everybody's um and it can go deep and the, the more you heal actually the worse you tend to feel to start with and then you feel better um so that's the thing that sometimes people don't they always kind of oh it feels really great and groovy and i think that's why crystals are also incredible right now because we can heal on the go with crystals we can get that experience and we can do it at our own rate we can do it at our own pace which is what i wanted the book to be is about kind of going you are your own guru you can heal at whatever speed you want and intuition will actually tell you the speed that you need to go if they want you to shift something if spirit wants you to shift something quickly by god it will so go with it um and if it wants you to slow down it will slow you down but the thing you need to be kind of concentrating on is going is my mind letting me and how much am i surrendering to that and how much am i pushing against it a good question to always ask yourself is what do i want what do i need 
We okay. never ask ourselves that. And that is, is a, do I want to burn a sage or palisenta? What do I want? What do I need? Do I need a crystal? You know, which, what is good? Do I need a bath? Do I need a shower? Like, where am I going to ground? So that's important. I'll actually do a room scan in my mind's eye, in my space, which is in the book before I'll even go out. And then I'll be like, now, my sister's like, do you want to come out? I'll go, no, because I know that tonight's not going to be there's not a good vibe there for me so I just won't do it how do you know how can you fast forward into the future so energies with man-made time energy moves like strands so you find the strand and you're kind of like is this good for me and and spirit and intuition will kind of vibe back to you and say this is not a good place for you to be tonight and you'll feel it in your body through your tails or just through how you're feeling see I do that on a I do that when I think I've done it before and I've let people down. If anybody's listening, I'm sorry that I've let you down at the last minute. Likewise. (laughs) I've been like, I'm I'm not feeling well um, and I won't go. But I do it and I guess it's a different way to you, but I guess it is somewhat easy intuition. It's the same. If your body's making you feel unwell for you, you know people are like, I'll just push on, it makes me a hero. It's not. Your body is saying... The, the vibration of where you're going is so bad for you, I, I'd rather make you sick than go there. And that's not anything personal against those people. So it's not saying I don't want to go there because it might just be the space that you're at or it might yeah. be that there's somebody else in the room, a stranger. Like I, I was having a dinner once when, when we could with um, my lovely hairdresser, Andreas, and my sister. And he's very perceptive. And he recognised what I was doing. I've, my energy floats around different tables. And he'd be like, oh, you with us? What are you looking at? You look, and I started getting this awful pain in my stomach. And he's like, who are you connecting? He's German. Sorry, Andreas, that's the worst impression of your accent ever. <laughs> who are you connecting to? What is going on? And I was like, with the girl over there, I was like, I couldn't see her, but I could feel that she was in pain. And she walked out. I could see she'd been crying. And I could feel like it was all to do with her boyfriend. As she walked out, I was just like, oh, God, relief. So, you know, you've that got to learn hectic. That. That's so hectic for you. My bad, because I hadn't gone and protected myself before I went out. And protection doesn't mean, like, keep people away. It's about creating an energy bubble around you. Even when you're going on a Zoom, going, here's an energy. Even when you love someone, you've got to have, even when they call it boundaries, you've got to have energy boundaries. And once you set them, they're brilliant. You can move them, mold them, whatever you need to do. They make you go out and go, it's like wearing an extra layer of clothes that's not kind of rather than it being a level of you stay away it's a level of kind of like here's my space and if you're good for me you can step through that layer and if you're not spirit's not going to let you so sometimes when people are like why is that person not like me it's like subconsciously you set this layer really brilliantly that says anything that's not good for me is not you shall not pass here that's what you're doing and they're keeping it away but we we always go it's oh it's, i'm a terrible person they don't like me but it's not it's just like actually maybe they're just not right for me that's just not right for me so for those of us who are still sort of slightly grasping at the intuition and, yes. and whether we have it, would you say that your gut instinct is the same as your intuition? Yes, absolutely. Because it's a recall within your body that is going, no. So if you feel like the emotional effects on the body are huge, so if it's going to cause you effect in the negative when you're not feeling great, it will do the exact, it's that kind of, isn't it? It's the duality. It's going to tell you when something's good as much as it's going to. It's like when you eat something, you go, I hate it. I don't like it. It makes me feel sick. So you're eating energy every day. So you just have to build a practice that goes, is what I'm eating good energetically? Is this person's energy, therefore, that I'm putting in my energy sphere good? And, And it gets quicker the more you build on it. And you only need to do like five minutes of building those tails. They're going to kind of change your life because it has for me, like hearing that, feeling that, and then watching other people use it, it's just been brilliant. So to be able to write a book about that. Yeah. 
The whole book. I love it. I love it. I love it. The life-changing power of intuition. The life-changing power. And it is life-changing. <laughs> and I look back and I think your intuition is always there. You know, it wants to help you. It wants to guide you. And I think you so often go, God, I did get a sign. I had a feeling in myself. I had that gut instinct. And it's like, so often you just squash it, squash it, squash it. Yeah. And you think, no, 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 I'll be fine. And then you look back 10 years later and you go... Shit, all the signs were there. I didn't trust myself. I just yeah. thought, you know what? No. But that's part of the learning, isn't yeah. it? If you yeah. just go to again, this is my intuition, this is my intuition, you, you actually, you, you blindfolding yourself. If you don't have experience to go, actually, last time that. So then it sometimes wounds quite a good thing because it goes, oh no, that hurt last time. So it just slows you down a little bit. Mm. So that you're learning. You've got to make a few mistakes. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. How amazing is Emma Lucy? Oh my God, Emma, big love to you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, but we are not finished. Oh, no, no, no. I want to now bring on Paolo Lai. Uh, Paolo is Italiano. He, I've known Paolo for about 15 years. Um, he's a healer. He's the creator of Moon Mist. You might remember right at the start of the episode, Emma Lucy and I were frantically spraying our Moon Mist to ground us before we could get the bloody technology to work. Um, but yeah, I want to talk to Paolo about Moon Mist, about Chris crystals about healing and here we go hi hello darling how are you lisa i'm good how are you i'm great yes um yeah so let's talk about um correct me if i'm wrong the healing came first right before everything else before your sort of connection with with the moon and with the crystals or is it all did it all start at the same time so i started training in reflexology probably 16 years ago and uh, when I was training reflexology, 
um, my boyfriend was very into um, crystals and uh, healing. He comes from like a family of like seers, you know, they kind of like see ghosts and, you know, they kind of been very in touch with their own uh, uh, spirituality. And it was amazing because he actually helped me to understand what crystals were for and then how I could actually help myself uh, through crystals. I stopped smoking, it gave me a smoky quartz and from there, you know, um, I started and obviously reflexology and and it's such a healing process is something that really helped me to heal myself uh, at the same time uh, treating people and uh, healing other people uh, yeah. because when you work with reflexology you don't only work on the foot so not only on the body but you work on a spiritual level energetic level um and I find it that so beautiful and and so helpful for me. So how how the hell did getting into crystals stop you from smoking? How did by getting a sm- smoky <sighs> quartz that that just stop? Like just I want to kind Ooh. of explore that avenue yeah. of like because I love crystals. I've always been drawn to them, you know. And there's ones that like you've always told me when you're shopping for a crystal, you know, let it choose you kind of thing. You know, yeah. what are you attracted to? And it's like it's that little one that will be like hi take me and that's the one that you obviously need in your life but um i don't know the specifics of what crystals are good for what ailments or what issues we might have or habits that we want to break like be great to get some some information from you about that the the thing doesn't really matter i mean i think you need to just follow your instinct your instinct is the best way to actually pick a crystal Mm. somehow you're drawn to a color you're drawn to a shape or a texture and that is the perfect one for you obviously people will say you know you should use citrine to bring wealth into your life or help your solar plexus so you need rose quartz if you're um have a heartbreak or you need to kind of uh, start loving yourself Mm. but i it just like happened that you know he said to me why are you still smoking? And I was like, oh, I don't really want to smoke anymore. I was just, I was so tired. I mean, I was doing it because it was just an addiction. And then, you know, mentally, I started changing uh, the addiction into, you know, well, I don't really need that. I mean, it's not really helping me. It doesn't make me feel good. And I don't really like it anymore. So it gave me this crystal and I started just like sleeping with it i would i would hold it and uh, you know carry it with carry it with me and slowly i mean somehow my mind just changed and it said okay you don't really need to smoke anymore so you just i just stopped but crystals helped me through different ways i mean um, when I was sad, then I started just picking other crystals or, um, you know, selenite is very good and it's very kind. It's very soft. It really helps to help finding yourself. I mean, I was lost lost for so many years. I didn't really know what to do with myself. You know, yeah. when I came to England, I was 24 and I just wanted to party. Yeah, and then of course. After after a few after a few years, I just started thinking I really need to create something for myself. You know, I kind of I needed to find myself again. Somehow, every ten years, I need to find myself. So, so like you evolve each ten years, like shedding some more skin and moving into a new direction. Yeah. And the crystals really help me. It's almost like a foundation. You know, it's almost like something that really I go back to them 
and they helped me going through difficult times and going through um, times of sadness or happiness and, you know, I always sleep with them. I carry them with me. Um, <laughs> I know you really love um, the lemon calcite. It's just so beautiful. I do really like it. And it was a lovely <laughs> gift as well from... Um, from somebody Carol. that I met yeah. on Instagram from Carol, but it came through you. So I thought that you'd given it to me. And I was like, Paolo, thank you. And she's like, by the way, that was actually from me. Um, it came at such a good time when I needed to refocus because I've been on this journey. And, you know, one good thing that came out of sort of the pandemic for me in the lockdown was this sort of going more internal and really digging deep and really trying to push myself, continue on that healing journey. And I think crystals are just such a positive energy, vibration to have around me. So, you know, I carry them, I hold them, and at different times you're attracted to different ones. Yes. I mean, I've always loved rose quartz and I've always known that that yeah. is, a, is a comfort. Um, and I put them in my bra. Obviously, I can't yeah. put a big one in my bra, but a little tiny bit in my Massive bra. Massive rock. Yeah, I <laughs> wear a little bit in my bra on the left-hand side and just so that you wear it close to your heart. And I always, yeah. and that was one of the first stones I really fell in love with and really noticed that it helped. Yeah, I mean, you already know that it helps because yeah. you want to carry it with you. It's almost like um, an amulet. You want something that will help you to, well, every time you touch it or you see it, you actually feel better already. Mm. Uh, we give meaning to things. So crystals, they really resonate with our bodies because they have this a very similar vibration. So rose quartz has this very soft and uh, silky and uh, very kind energy that really helps People during grief or during uh, um, heartbreak or even when you stop loving yourself, you know, during mm. life, we go through up and downs and sometimes you're just like, Ugh, you know, I don't really like myself anymore. Yeah. So it's a great crystal to help you um, just feel better with yourself and just give some back some love to yourself. You know, how can we love other people if we don't start loving ourselves? So true, so true. With all your crystals, do you have like a weekly or a daily kind of ritual or do you have a shrine? Do you like change up like where you put them? Like what's your relationship with them on the day-to-day -day yeah, basis? So I always pick different crystals. So today I picked uh, um, Ocean Jasper, obviously, sorry, you can't say it, but, you know, it's uh, Ocean Jasper and it's got a really um, strong connection with the sea and mm. I probably need that. I need to see, I come from the sea, so I really need that energy, the flow, you know, the energy of the sea, obviously it makes you feel better and it uh, clears your mind. So I really needed that and I think I needed that extra flow today. Yeah. But, you know, I've got shrines everywhere in the house. Mm -hmm. I, I love to create sacred places and spaces in my flat so I have a little amethyst shrine next to my boyfriend's side on the bed yeah um, and that is great for sleeping it's great for calmness it's great to actually help you during uh, um, when you're dreaming because when you're dreaming you kind of um, leaving your body somehow to live uh, into your mind to live that kind of other life that we all live when we dream mm. so that helps you to ground yourself while you're uh, sleeping and it's, it's a great crystal but you know i've got a little prosperity corner on the left hand side of uh, my uh, living room when i have a citrine and some chinese coins that i tie together with a red ribbon um a plant you know that little corner is very beautiful because it reminds me obviously 
to prosper, to actually help my spirit to grow. It's not just to bring wealth or physical wealth, but it's like that emotional and spiritual wealth that I always need, we always need. So that's a really pretty corner with a little Buddha. So that's another one. Oh, I have them in my garden, you know, even in the garden, I have crystals. So I have so many crystals, I actually keep them everywhere. So some so of them beautiful. need to go in the garden and they stay there and they live there. <laughs> so, uh, and I and I find it so beautiful because when you touch them, they're always super uh, strong because they're being charged by the moon, by the sun, you know, the energy of the soil, the earth, and, you know, the super powerful. Sometimes I forget them. I leave them there for like two or three years and then I find them and like, wow, <laughs> I didn't remember about these crystals. They're so beautiful. <laughs> Do you bring them into the house if you've, if you've forgotten about them and then you find them and if they're like, got stuff, they're really like... Some great energy. Oh, Buzzing from that energy. Do you just sometimes need to have them close or do you just leave them outside? No, I bring them in and then I touch them and I keep them for a bit and I put them in my pocket and I think like, oh my God, I mean, the energy, they vibrate so strongly. And if you think if they've been there for like two years, they had like 24 uh, like moon cycles. I mean, mm. can you imagine the energy of them? Um, when I wanted to purchase my flat, um, I actually started coming. I knew that this one was the flat I wanted and I started coming and just like living a little clear quartz in the front garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and wait I a had minute, wait a minute. Were there people living there as well? Yeah, I think that no one was living at the moment, but um, at that <laughs> stage. But then, you know, I used to come and maybe like once every few weeks and just put like a little clear quartz there in the front garden. <gasps> I love and, it. And because it was almost like leaving a little piece of me. And mm. I knew, and then at the end, I actually managed to buy the flat. And, you know, that's what I did. Was it on now. sale or did you just find it and love it? I saw I saw it in a estate agent window, and then I I thought I told my boyfriend, oh my god, that is the flat we should actually buy, and we didn't have money, we didn't have anything, we didn't have a mortgage, um, so it took me probably one year. Uh, I saw forty to fifty flats in between, and then I ended up buying the flat that I saw that day in the estate agent. Oh, I just um, got a chill. I just it, got chill. It, it is magical. You know, I love manifesting. And I think, you know, I really, I, I used to write every day the address of the flat in my little gratitude book. So it was mine already. You know, I was living it. I was living there. I was just like going around the garden and uh, enjoying myself and enjoying the sun and the energy of the flat. And yeah, but I think when I then, uh, when we then bought the flat, I mean, I couldn't find the clear quartz anymore. So the <laughs> Clear quartz that were taken by the owner, and somehow you know they went to him. That's so funny. He must have been like, What are all these little bits of clear quartz everywhere? What I is know, going I on? I used to he buy them, I mean, for that reason, just like to throw them in the front garden. So what, 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 what does clear quartz actually signify then? Well, it's the connection with the universe because right. it works on your um, crown chakra, but it really aligns all your other chakras. So it's almost like it's the perfect port to have because it really works with everything. Um, it connects you. It, it works as an antenna to actually connect yourself to the universe. Wow. And, um, and yeah, and I just love that. So, Paolo, I first met you all those years ago when you first treated me for reflexology. So let's talk about reflexology. Sure. What reflexology is? Reflexology is a way to actually stimulate different areas of the foot, the face or the hand to reach 
all those like stagnant energy that uh, they, they are collected in the organs and in, in different areas of the body. Um, it works in a very profound way. As you know, every time you have a treatment, you just feel the lift, mm. the shift, the energetic shift. It's not just like, oh my God, I have such a neck ache, but why do you have neck ache? It's not just a physical thing. There's probably a connection between you and not be able to express yourself. Mm. So it could be your throat chakra. Um, and, and the beautiful way of reflexology is just like very relaxing, very soothing, uh, it could be painful if there are some really stagnant energy there. But then, you know, when you work and you ease the flesh, you actually help to free the spirit. Um, that's why I love reflexology so much. And obviously, facial reflexology uh, is a great way to actually make you feel good and look good. Because that's not that well-known, facial reflexology. People are like, oh, I thought it was just feet reflexology. Like, not many people know. I certainly didn't. Facial reflexology was developed maybe like 30 years ago. There are different techniques and they work in a very similar way. So you work on uh, meridian points on the face uh, to stimulate those areas of the body in a spiritual, energetic or physical way. And at the same time, obviously, will help lifting cheekbones and, you know, reducing small lines and just improving the blood flow, the collagen production. I mean, it's an overall amazing treatment. You really feel that someone released all that tension that you were accumulating for years and years and years. Um, that is so fantastic, Paolo. Thank you, my darling. Lisa, thank you so much. Thank you, darling. Big kiss. And you take care. Bye. Bye. The gorgeous Paolo. Um, I can you just I love that story about him putting crystals in the front garden that he actually wanted to live in and in the end moving into the place and the crystals nowhere to be seen. Yeah. The owner of the house is probably like, yeah, I'm taking these with me. Um, so thank you, Paolo, so, so much. Um, we're not finished yet. We've got one more guest. We've got the gorgeous Shailini. Shailini travels the world doing this beautiful healing treatment called Reiki. I always find it really hard to kind of fathom how it works and how she does it. So I wanted to get her on the podcast so we could talk about this really quite magical, really gentle, beautiful treatment. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's lovely to see you. I want to share your... I want to share. I want people to learn from this. I want people to feel good in themselves because I, I, I've been to see you and had um, Reiki healing, which is incredible. And, you know, I, but when I try and explain it to say my family like what is it exactly I can't really I know it's energy mm -hmm. and I know you're using my energy but mm -hmm. I'd love you to explain it because it is fascinating and if you've never had a Reiki treatment it is the most beautiful um it can be very emotional um but I always feel and the title of this podcast is obviously get lifted and I always do feel this like shift and this lifting in my energy. So what is it? What is Reiki healing? Okay, so Reiki is a beautiful divinely guided healing energy. And it's such a positive force of energy, such a loving force of energy that it can only be healing in its high vibrational frequency. This frequency stems from divine origins and that's why its vibration is so high. So what it's working to do is any kind of imbalance, any pain, any blockage in the body, whether it's 
mentally, emotionally, physically. It's really working to remove and release this from the body through this divinely guided life energy. And, you know, you may have come across it as prana in yoga or chi or ki. All of these are referring to this life energy. This life force within us. Yes, it's the life force within us. Mm -hmm. And we're channeling that from a divine source back to our source because our source tends to get knocked off kilter when we go through various life experiences. And those energies then, when they're suppressed or they're not worked through, they can sit in our body and manifest in different forms. So let's say, you know, someone's um, really stressed, it can then manifest as anxiety. So energy builds upon energy and it can throw us off balance. So Reiki is really working to bring you into your best state of alignment, health and balance. The approach I work from, so I do a lot of Reiki healing, chakra balancing and various different energy therapies. And it's really helping to experience freedom from like I said, the emotional, mental and physical imbalances. But I come from a very heart-centered approach that provides a deep healing space for letting go of what doesn't serve you, really aligning you to your true potential and achieving this ultimate inner peace and abundant self-love. So that's the perspective I like to really, the energy I love to give my healing from. And if you're having the treatment, you actually don't have to do anything except for be open to this process, right? Absolutely, yes. You just need to be willing and open and ready to receive. And you would be lying down and that's literally all you have to do. You may experience sensations because, of course, we're working with energy and energy is a frequency. So it's very common to experience sensations such as heat, cold, tingling. And a lot of people also have emotions arise mm -hmm. and it's really important not to resist these allowing them to release is really helping to create a greater free flow through your chakras. Um, so it's very important to let these releases take place. I mean, I remember coming to see you and I was dealing with grief specifically. I'd lost my nana, do you remember? And I was really yes. struggling to, I was just feeling so low and I just, I just felt so lost. And um, mm. I remember that we did a healing session and I, and it's obviously it's, it's so relaxing. I just lie there and um, often other things come up and I just remember just tears just streaming down my face. I wasn't sobbing. It was just this release of grief and sadness. And I often, when I've been treated by you, I often see colours and sometimes visuals. Yes. Um, and so it can be a really beautiful and um, kind of trippy experience. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not, it's, it's not scary. It's really peaceful. And it, and it really does you listen to the body. I mean, you listen and you, and other things come up too. So we've sat on the bed afterwards and you said, you know, this, 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 and this, and it's, it's often like there's, there's, there's other things that come up as well. So, so yes. what, so how, how does that, how do you read that? How does that manifest in what you're picking up from my, you know, how does that work? Like you're listening to my body and mm -hmm. you, you come over sort of close to my digestion or my, or my, my solar plexus or different areas like what vibe do you pick up from me that indicates that there's either stagnation or blockages 
Okay, so when working with Reiki, the way I see it is the body speaks a language and that language is through energy. So when you're working with Reiki, um, it's very common that as a practitioner, I'll experience various stronger sensations in certain areas where there are imbalances. And due to this intuitive process um, and intuitive healing, over time, it becomes very clear whether these imbalances are of a physical nature or more of a emotional or mental na- nature. Okay. So in your stomach, if it's a case of energy depletion because of what you're going through on other levels, that's something that I can read through the body with energy. Okay. Can it help everybody, this kind of treatment? Absolutely. There's nobody it can't help. I mean, any forget nobody there's nothing (laughs) it can't help it's life energy so it's working with people it's working with plants it works on animals anything that has life it's life energy and it really brings it back to its state of best health and alignment Um, and like I said it's a high vibrational energy it's just a loving frequency so it really will lead to releasing any kind of stuck traumas any kind of stuck emotions even mentally you know whatever you're going through it's very powerful the release that takes place and as Lisa said you can come out feeling a little bit spacey Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of people I think go in with the assumption that I'll come out feeling peaceful and radiant and positive, which you can, um, yeah. but also be aware that you may come out feeling just exhausted or yeah. so emotional and that's not a bad thing at all. So whatever you're releasing needs to come out for your best healing. Um, so don't be alarmed if you do feel something that's not so pleasant. Um, it's completely normal. It's a normal part of the healing process. Yeah, it is healing, like you said, you know, and it depends what you're trying to shift. It depends how long it's been in there. Um, And and do you think that you can get some kind of huge um, improvement in how you feel um, just from one Reiki session? Or is that just really dependent on how many years and how many different things you uncover or, or, or connect with? It really does. I mean, it's it's so unique to each individual um, and it really depends on what kind of trauma you're going through, how long standing that trauma might have been. So I'd say in one session, you'll notice benefits, but for maximum benefit, you would need a number of sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also one of those things that really speaks to your soul, as it did for me with my first treatment. The more it speaks to your soul, the more you actually love receiving that Reiki light. Yeah, I think also a treatment that that we did last year, and actually you've done it before when I've I've connect, I've reached out to you and I've felt really out of sorts and out of balance that you have um, done distance healing on me. Yes, um, which I can't get my head around, but I know it works. So can you explain how, why, what, where, how is this happening? Sure. So energy and how it works and travels is gaining really great understanding today, and. Um, I find it's almost becoming more and more of an accepted treatment. And as we've talked about manifestation, and as we know with manifestation, it happens through the energy of our intentions and feelings. And energy has no boundaries. This includes distance, space and time. Energy travels. And, you know, just as we can't see frequencies and vibrations of 
other kinds, that's exactly how this energy works. So when healing takes place, it once again is through the power of this divinely guided Reiki energy and intention, the power of pure intention of healing and love that is being transmitted across distance, space and time. And this high vibrational loving energy is a frequency that manifests in healing and once again releasing these imbalances, pains and blockages. And it's one of those things that you can read about and try and understand, but it really is a case of experiencing to truly feel that having Reiki over distance is just as profound as having it in person. It's it's a deeply healing experience. What about um, if somebody's really poorly, like for really horrible illnesses or, you know, mm-hmm. sort of viruses and illnesses and cancers and things like that? How, how can Reiki help um, to heal us in these ways or to help us feel better? Okay, so with physical conditions, Reiki works incredibly powerfully. Um It's really going to the root of the issues and releasing these vibrations of imbalance and pain. So it really does provide relief on many levels, especially for those who are going through quite aggressive treatments when they're unwell. It just brings a level of peace and really restores a sense of serenity um, and also release of pain. There's a great physical relief of pain and improvement that takes place as well with many physical conditions. That's incredible. It really is incredible. And, you know, I guess with the distance healing, it's some people can't get out and, and, and come to see you. And, and yes. you know, and if you can help to heal and, and, and alleviate some of that pain and also all the anxiety and all of the other stuff that goes with it. I think that the distance healing is, is massively appealing to so many people. Absolutely. Emma, what lifts you? Like, what is your surefire way to get lifted? Music, because it carries a vibe, right? It's like you'll find a song that resonates with your mood. So if you're feeling sad, you can find a song by someone who is in a lot of pain and it can send you down the other way. So if I want to get lifted, music, move my body, like, yeah, dancing, yeah. just find that flow. Yeah, it's so important. And you just smile instinctively as soon right. as you hear it and you're moving and you're on your own and you're just yeah, like... you're in a movie, aren't you? And like, here's my soundtrack and I'm having a great time. And hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, Paolo, how do you get lifted? I really enjoy using uh, scents, perfumes, incense, burning some sage, some palo santo, some frankincense. I find the ritual really calming and uh, very relaxing. Then I really love walking in the park, walking in the woods, surrounded by trees. I find trees extremely powerful that really help. And um, the third is actually art. I really enjoy going to art exhibitions. It really helped me to feel very joyful and to go into a beautiful journey, really, without uh, go anywhere. So, Lisa, how I get lifted is through entering into a beautiful state of heart-centered meditation that always gets me lifted into a sublime, high vibrational energy. 
loved that. All three of my guests, all beautiful healing angels. I want to thank Emma Lucy Knowles, Paolo Lai and Shailini. Thank you so much guys for being guests on Get Lifted. I've loved this episode. So interesting. I'm going to put all the information to all three of these amazing guys up on the website, which is getliftedpodcast.com. You'll be able to find Emma Lucy Knowles and her books. You'll be able to find Paolo and his crystals and Moon Mist. Um, and you'll be able to book treatments with all of them and of course with Shailini as well. Now, I know that we spoke about the distance healing with Shailini, which of course you can totally do. Um, again, you can do that with Emma as well. You can do treatments with both of them um, on the phone but you can't beat that in-person hands-on treatment. So I would recommend getting in touch if you've got any interests um, and you want to explore a little bit deeper, dive deeper into their gorgeous healing techniques. Right, so while you process all the woo-woo from that episode, let's turn up the music and get into this track. love it so much i love it so i've spoken about it before it's natural symphony and it's a project that joe is behind every download from this track which is called the love which is available to download now goes towards planting trees in the amazon it's a beautiful synergy you know i love this kind of thing the hippy dippy in me it speaks to my soul but yeah by sort of listening to the podcast and downloading the track we are giving back to the planet so it's a win-win so i'm going to put all the information on the show notes you'll be able to download the track there it's up on the website as well get lifted podcast send me a message please rate and review give me some stars Give me some love. I really appreciate you listening and I'll be back really soon. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.